Thank you again for joining us on another episode of The Female Fist. I have a former teammate with us today. It's been a long time since we've seen each other and even longer since we trained together. Uh, please welcome to the show two-time Canadian champion, current professional Canadian boxing boxer, I should say, Jessica the Cobra Camara. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm well. So as I said, like we used to train together, like your <laughs> boxing journey goes like years and way back I just yeah. kind of want to like give everybody a whole rundown who doesn't who don't know your story can you kind of go through like why did you choose a sport of boxing like what kind of drew you to specifically boxing yeah well basically basically it all started with with me losing um a relative that was really close to me um I lost my godmother to cancer when I was 17 and during her sickness, because I was so close to her and I would always kind of go to her when I had issues. I, I, I developed like really bad anger issues. I got angry all the time. I got into fights in high school. I got expelled. I got charged as a youth. Um, yeah, so I just, I was just angry all the time. And I basically, you know, found boxing as a way to, you know, to heal and to relieve all my, all my anger. So I actually, I was introduced to um, boxing by Sid, Sid's gym where you're actually training. Okay. <laughs> That's where it all started. I started when um, I was 19. So that was 13 years ago. I basically wow. just walked in and I, um, you know, I knew I needed something. I was really into fitness at that time because I use fitness as kind of like a a way to you know release all my emotions i started like running and stuff yeah but something about boxing um just really intrigued me you know really motivated and inspired me especially after watching the movie a million dollar baby oh yes <laughs> yeah, that really inspired me um so yeah i walked into sid's gym and um i did like a fitness class and i was just i just fell in love with it um and i just kept going like day after day and I worked so hard. I was always the first one there, last one to leave, you know, working on particular things every day. And I was not a natural at all. Um, so I had, I had my first amateur fight within less than a year. And I was actually, at that time, we were, the club was registered with the, with the OBA. Oh, okay. That yeah. Is. So we didn't have like the nationals that like they weren't in with like the IABA right so they just had their own small tournaments um they had like golden gloves that kind of stuff so I got to a point where I was just fighting the same girls over and over again so um I actually transitioned over to you know IABA and that year was 2014 that was the first year that was the year I won my my Canadian title Oh, your first Canadian yeah. title, first year yeah. into the uh, IBA. Yeah, so that was like my first year, um, you know, doing all the tournaments. So I did all the qualifying tournaments, silver gloves, golden gloves, um, went to nationals, won nationals, and was um, on the national team from 2014, 2015. And then from there, um, well, that was actually when I was training with you, with Adrian. And okay. our, plan, our plan was to turn pro. And then he actually fell ill yep. and passed away. So I brought my career over to Montreal and I had my pro debut in 2017, March of 2017. And yeah, now here I am. Now I'm eight and two. 
<laughs> I know, I know. It's amazing, amazing pro boxing career that you have so far. You've been kind of like all over the spectrum. You have so yeah. much experience in different aspects of boxing, which makes it unique and which makes it like a full package over here. <laughs> uh -huh. It's crazy when you look back to it, you know, you figure like, no, wow, like I've already had 10 pro fights. Like everything just, just happened so fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the OBA, like, was that something that like you chose to do first? Was that something like, okay, I'll try OBA first and then kind of see like, no, no, it was, it was more so because of the, uh, cause I was with, um, training with Sid and right. that the club was with OBA. So, they were oh, okay, with okay. OBA. so that's just, I didn't really know anything other than that. Right. So, I mean, that was the only real boxing club that I knew of in the area. Um, there was, there was others, but that was one I was introduced with, you know, I had a really, I love Sid, you know, Sid was, you know, such a role model for me when I, when I first started. Um, and yeah, so that's basically, you know, I, I was in the OBA for, for a few years, like three, four years, but yeah, I was just fighting the same people over and over again. And I just got to a point where, you know, I had to kind of like move forward and progress mm -hmm. with the, the exactly. sport itself and when did you hear about like Aiba because you said that you all you knew was OBA so when did you kind of get introduced to the whole like oh wait there's Aiba and that kind of goes uh, yeah well I, I don't recall exactly when it was like oh Aiba but I, I know through word of mouth you know I knew there was uh just more opportunity through you know uh traveling internationally and doing you know going to nationals and all that Right. Um, actually, before I even went into the IABA and went to nationals, in my mind, I was just like, I'm going to go pro because that's ideally what my, my goal was. And then and I overthought and I was like, you know, why not get some more amateur experience and, and then turn pro? And I'm glad I did. Um, got the experience and everything worked out the way that it was supposed to work out in the end. Right, right, right. <laughs> that, and that's how, like, funny how life always kind of unfolds. Cause I know yeah. that when you transitioned, I mean, when you said that you started boxing because you lost a relative, I can completely relate because that's exactly why I started boxing. Oh, like really? the exact reason I lost my grandfather, him and my grandmother had been raising me. And then when he passed away, um, my dad was just trying to be more there it's just he worked at a boxing gym day in and day out so that's how I was spending all day there with him yeah so like, yeah oh I kind of but it helped it helped you heal absolutely so when yeah. you say like something about boxing like mm -hmm. I totally understand because it's like I, I with that anger in mind where you were just kind of like getting into fights with people it's the same thing I was just yeah in middle school you don't, you don't know how to handle it especially yeah, at a young age that. and mm -hmm. that's the person I'm like you are your physical, you, you have an athletic bill. Like that's like how your body's almost made up. So you start physical reaction mm -hmm. and then bring it out. It makes sense to hit something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, this feels right. I wonder why this feels so good. <laughs> good thing I ended up in the boxing gym because I didn't want to break any more faces. Right. <laughs> let's not, let's not create a career for crime. Right. Let's go into something a little bit more disciplined where it's legal. <laughs> Exactly. And also too, as you, I can also relate with you because you've been through like obviously multiple coaches. I've been through multiple coaches as well at this point. So how many coaches have you experienced throughout the years? Like has, have you like learned and taken away from each coach something new or, or do you want yeah, to? Absolutely. You know, I, well, I started off with Sid. I was with Sid for um, like, like seven years. 
Wow. I didn't even know you were with him that long. A long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was basically, I started with him, it was 2008. And then it was like 2013. I, from there I went, I, I trained with Chris Johnson for a bit. So he actually took me through, um, I won my, my first uh, Canadian title with him. Okay. And, um, yeah, from there I trained with Adrian and now I'm with Ian McKillop. I've had other coaches, you know, help me here and there. I spent some time at Huff gym. Right. Um, I, love, I have a lot of respect for that gym. Um, yeah. With Olga and, um, with Andrew, um, but yeah, I've, I've met some, some really cool people through the sport. <laughs> it's funny how boxing, your community grows so much because I mean, boxing, there is no specific kind of people that come into it. Like you can come in there for recreational purposes. Uh -huh. You can come in there just like for boxer size or fitness classes. You can come in there to compete um, either Olympic style or professional. Like there's so many different kind of people that come through mm -hmm. boxing and the people that you meet are so diverse. Yeah. It's sport. It's really cool. That's, that's what I, you know, I love about going to the boxing gym every day. It's like, you never know what faces you're going to see in the gym every day. Yeah. Every day is different when you go in there. <laughs> yeah, and that's the nice thing. I remember seeing like at my dad's gym, cause he used to train uh, police officers and he also, cause he had this program back at, uh, when he used to train at champions, he had this program for, I guess, um, ex-convicts or people to oh, get community cool. hours and stuff. So he would have police officers and correction officers sparring, with ex oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. and I was like well that's kind of funny because that those are completely different sectors of life right but coming into one gym for one did goal, they show discipline or did they no they were totally cool yeah. like they, yeah and actually I think it built a lot more respect between the two I mean from the people that I used to see but I mean mind you I was a kid so maybe I just saw rainbows and sunshine <laughs> <time. laughs> about the sport you know having you know people through all different struggles in life and you know they get in the ring and they just you know, they're all, they're all dealing with something in particular, right? And then boxing is just a way of, of healing. It's, it's kind of, it's a spiritual thing. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Because yeah. it's a very old fashioned saying, but it's so true. You never know how strong you are until you have to fight. Uh -huh. And it's like the rawest form is actually fighting. Mm -hmm. Right? Everybody always uses like, um, anything like, like job opportunities or other sports, like you have to fight for it. It's like, people are going into like, let's say a volleyball tournament and they're like, you have to fight for that championship. And then when you actually look at like the combat sports, like that's the literally raw version of it, they're actually yeah. fighting for that win, which I absolutely love. And, and you learn so much about that. Like just the, just the character that it takes, you know, to, you know, to be a champion. But if you use that same, those same characteristics, on the outside of like whatever you want to achieve in life you know it just takes you know discipline hard work everything everything that it is you, you put in the gym you can do it elsewhere exactly you get what you put in yeah exactly absolutely so from each coach that you've been with what is like the one common thing that you saw amongst the coaches and what are some of the things that you really took that were really important to you from each coach that you are still using present today um, every coach is really different. Mm -hmm. Um, like with Sid, Sid, Sid taught me all the, the, the you know, the, everything from the job, you know, he taught me all the fundamentals, but Sid has this like 
swag to him. <laughs> yeah, he does. He walks with a swag. <laughs> yeah, but but he teaches his fighters to have that swag in the ring, you know, that confidence, you know, yeah. you know, just to have fun with it. Um, that's something to this day, you know, I still still think of from Sid. Um with with Chris, his combinations for sure. You know, the double left hook. I still use that. Um, it's like one of my favorite combos. Mm -hmm. um, Adrian was more of a, the one combination I really use from him is the jab, right jab, you know, using those oh, and I use it all the time. And so people see they're like, wow, you know, I really like how you finish off with the jab. And that's, you know, something I work from him. Certain combinations that, you know, that I, that I've learned from Adrian, I still use now. And I mean, round out what I am right now as a fighter is all is all Ian <laughs> along with, you know, everything I've like, it's been 13 years that, you know, I've learned so much through the career and, you know, I'm just that in a nutshell right now. <laughs> I, I totally understand. And like, I can see even when you're thinking about, it, there's just so much experience to just shuffle. Yeah, it's like to think about it all. Yeah. It's like going over the whole 13 years. It's like, yeah, a lot has happened. A lot. Mm -hmm. You know, when you started, I was 13. When you started, I was thirteen. <laughs> You're making me feel old. No, <laughs> no, it's just because when I went into the sport, like officially as a competitor, I, you, Mandy, um, Kim Clavel, Tavina Coombe, like all these girls, I was just Bonnie, Mary Spencer, like all you women. I was all looking at all of you, just in different weight categories, the different styles and everything. So I looked mm -hmm. up to all of you thinking like, wow, look at these women that have been doing this when I was like just finishing puberty, you know? And I didn't, I never seen you as that young. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was I like was one of us. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> so now that you, and I should say, congratulations on your fantastic win against Heather Thank Hardy. You. That was amazing, amazing performance. How did you feel like, so when you got the opportunity to have that fight, um, like how did that go? Cause I know that right now with COVID and everything, everybody's, everything's been very sticky for all athletes. Yeah, well, well, exactly. Like at the moment, I mean, it was, it's so difficult for, you know, to travel outside of Canada and there, there's not really much happening within Canada right, mm -hmm. in regards to shows now there is, but like I'm talking a few months back, mm -hmm. there wasn't. Um, so my manager, Brian Cohen, you know, he was looking for fights, but it had to be a fight that, you know, was going to mean something because I'm not just going to go over and, you know, have to come back and quarantine because I do have a full-time job. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it had to make sense, you know, it had to be, you know, uh, a good fight. So he's like, you know, yeah, let me work on it. And um, yeah, so he basically came it was in January, there was talks like, yeah, Heather Hardy in April. And we're like, okay, okay, this is good. But there was not, it was never like on paper. So we're like, okay, so we just started preparing. Yeah. But it was never for sure. And then in March, we got the contract. So we were like, damn. I was just so happy. You know, she's, uh, she was somebody I always looked up to. And, you know, she's, she's a big name in women's boxing. So it was just such a big opportunity for me. I, you know, I trained so hard, um, trained, I put in so much work and I was just confident. I was confident. I went in there and I just, 
You just did your thing. Did my job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah all the hard work to speak for you. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. I went in, into the ring. Like I was just so calm, so confident. You know, I didn't, I felt, I didn't feel nervous at all. I just went in there and I just treated it like, you know, it was just another day on the job. And I just went in there and, and did my thing. And, you know, we came out with victory. It was, I was really happy with my performance. There's still some things, you know, I do want to work on and improve. But yeah, definitely my best uh, performance yet. And I am really happy with with the performance and how everything turned out. <laughs> Especially with an opponent like Heather Hardy. Because it's yeah. like one of those, what I'm, what I'm picturing is it's one of those things for you. It's like where your idols become your rivals. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. And I like, again, I I told you this earlier in the messages when I first messaged you, like, I'm so happy for you for everything that I've been seeing. You've been getting all this experience with all these great other female boxers and it's only upwards from here, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Only up from here. And hopefully, you know, hopefully things start opening up and you can get more international opportunities and whatnot. Is there anybody in Canada right now that you have your eyes on? In Canada? Mm -hmm. No, like, I mean, I want to get, I want to get, you know, I want to get titles. I want to get, I want to get to the top girls. So Mm -hmm. within Canada, I mean, unless just, you know, a champion in Canada in my weight category. No, it makes no sense, right? I want to get the top girls, you know, Katie Taylor being the, the topest, you know, but anything I have to do to get me to there, you know? So my ultimate goal is to be a world champion mm-hmm. and to get those titles. So absolutely. Yeah. Is the Serrano sisters, is it, are they in your weight class too? The Serranos? Not, well, Amanda Serrano, I think Cindy Serrano might be retired now. I'm not too sure. Right, 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 right. Um, I don't know what I, but she, well, she just fought Katie Taylor. So yeah. um, Amanda Serrano, she, she bounces around weight classes. So right now she's fights at 120, 122, something like that. that. I don't know exact. Um, but yeah, so she wants to unify that division. So right now she's not, there is talks of her fighting Katie Taylor, but yeah, she's actually one of my, her and Katie Taylor like are my favorite uh, female fighters. And that would, fighting Katie Taylor would be like my dream fight. Of course. Of course. I love Katie Taylor. She's just like, she's my idol, you know, in this box. I think she's just absolutely phenomenal. Just like, you know, and I I totally agree with you. That would be the most amazing opportunity for you. And, you know, you you (laughs) gotta get there, you gotta get there because you'll want her to retire before you get that opportunity. (laughs) Cause she's she's been doing it for a while now. So you don't want it to look right. So as well, um, I heard that your current beautiful wife, you actually met each other. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. Yeah, we were just saying how, you know, we meet cool people in the sport of boxing. Yeah, but that's how I met my wife. Yeah, can you, can you walk me through that? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So it was actually my, my second pro fight um, in Hamilton, Ontario mm-hmm. on the Three Lions um, promotions card. Mm-hmm. And um, I was fighting my wife now back then uh, from Mexico so yeah so we didn't know each other actually I didn't even see any like video on her I didn't see any pictures like nothing I didn't, knew nothing about her um so we had our our face off at the weigh-in 
and I was like, there was a connection there. It was really weird, but it was like, I wasn't, I was so focused on the fight. Right. So I went back to, to my team and I was like, she's into me. And then, <laughs> no, no, no. I think she, I think she's here with her husband. And I'm like, no. And then, um, and then the one person on my team was like, I'm going to get her number. And I'm like, oh, I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen. And then little I know she's went over to her corner was saying the same thing. Exact same thing. So after the fight, my my other coach had had asked her team for you know for her contact info. You know, do you think you know you can hook us up type thing? And then they're like, yeah, no. You know, she she's not into to you. So they kind of gave gave him a hint. So yeah, after that, I just contacted her through, through Facebook and, um, we were just, you know, talking back and forth for a bit. And then in April, it was my birthday and I was turning 30. So I was like, Hey, like, why don't we go to Cancun on a vacation together? So that's what we did. Oh my um, God. I've been Cancun. It's been my 30th birthday together and we just hit it off um but she she went back to Mexico I went back to Canada and I didn't speak Spanish at the time she only spoke Spanish so when we're speaking like through Facebook I'm using Google Translate like I <laughs> and even in Cancun like I was still using Google, Google Translate yeah. I was slowly learning as you we were going but yeah we the communication wasn't wasn't there 100 percent right um yeah so we we were doing long distance relationship for for almost a year um, before she, you know, she came down here for, for three months, just to, you know, how it's going to really, really work. And when she came down, um, everything was perfect. So I proposed to her. Oh my God. Look at that. And then boom. <laughs> and I proposed. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. So that's like, that's, you know, people always, whenever in the boxing community, you know, you always hear like a couple here, a couple there that they kind of met through boxing, but that's, that's really <laughs> where like you guys met, but not like through boxing, like you met at boxing each other. <laughs> that's a very unique one. Well, I'm very happy for you. I'm very happy that you guys you. found each other in such a unique <laughs> way. <laughs> I'm sure that's always fun to tell everybody. <laughs> crazy how how life can happen sometimes you know how you meet certain people yeah absolutely and it's really it's, yeah, absolutely. And it's really good. the sound is kind of off how's your how's your, how's your, how's your, how's your um i can hear my sound your, now your sound is cutting a little bit hmm. maybe it's my wife maybe it's my wife let me see let me see I'm with Bell. <laughs> How's the sound now? I can hear you. It's just a little staticky. Staticky. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Okay. So. <laughs> Do you have any upcoming fights lined up for yourself right now? Um, nothing lined up. Um, trying to get something um, within the next three months. Nothing, nothing is set in stone yet. So I'm, um, you know, I'm um, just getting back in the gym and 
um, staying in shape. Don't want to lose my shape. So yeah, just just waiting for you know for the call. I guess a lot of people now are right now. Like that's what I'm doing. I train like two because why am I going to burn myself out if I have to burn myself out? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's like you have to fight like that. You don't train the same, right? It's not the same intensity. You don't have the same motivation. You know, you can still go in there and train, but intensity is completely different when you know you have a fight coming up. Exactly. And, you know, that's basically um, because I go to Florida frequently, they got everything going on there. Like, even the state, they're all competing in like boxing, everything. And I feel like we're just sitting here, just like, we'll be up there soon. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Like, when I, when I left here for, for the in Tennessee, um, the Montreal airport was like, was so dead there's nobody there it was yeah. <laughs> and then we go into when we get into, into the u.s it's like a zoo at the, at the airport it's crazy like everything was open the bars were open they're just i felt like i was like back in 2019 i'm like wow this is crazy like everyone's like no masks on <laughs> it's a, you come back and it's crazy, like, and, you know, I think that whenever we open up, everybody's saying that um, we're all going to be rusty and everything. I don't know. I think everybody's training. I just think it. But I think everybody's training. I think that we're just missing the actual competition. So I think that yeah. when the competition opens up, I think you're going to see a lot of fighters coming in there just ready to fight. That's Hypothesis. Yeah, yeah. Hypothesis. Everyone's been holding back. <laughs> yeah. So just you, know, you can't really you can't even get in there and spar, you know. And but the way you look at it is, you know, people trying to new ways of training, you know. I'm gonna try to fix this Wi-Fi because it's just <laughs> sound is bad. Hmm. Can I connect this? let's find out can you hear me or my static i can hear you but you're very stuck say something Say something. Hey, hey, check, check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, you just gotta, you know, sit and roll. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so happy that we got to the time to come on to the show because I just want to catch up, you know, see how you're doing and, and you know, congratulate you on your fight, look into what's been going on and what you have in store. I'm super excited to see what you have next. And I'd love to have you on the show again in the next episode. Is there anything that you'd like to tell our audience while they're happy here? Just, just, I'd like to thank everybody, you know, 
know, I've had so much love, like, um, throughout the whole, you know, process of, like, even before I got to the party and after. Um, I definitely feel all the love between everybody, especially, you know, the, the boxing scene in Canada. I felt a lot of love from everybody, and it, it means a lot, and it's been a long journey, and um, the best is yet to come. So just uh, be on the lookout. Good things are happening. Absolutely. I can't wait to see. <laughs> and I'd love to see you fight with the Serrano Sisters and then eventually Kitty Kill. That will be cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. Only big things are going to happen. I feel like big opportunities are going to come. So thank you for having me um, on the show. I really appreciate it. No, no, no. Thank you. I love just getting all like I love hearing everybody's stories. Well, like we talked about earlier, you can come from such a different background that we'll all keep in the same sport. I love hearing everybody's stories and just as much as I love hearing yours. And it's so relatable to mine. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah, I was happy to see, you know, we, we, we got into boxing, you know, the same, the same reasons. <laughs> thank you so much, Jessica. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of The Female Fist. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Thanks again. Stay tuned for next week's episode.